Hello and welcome to Mind Your Own Quizness. 20 questions, 3 contestants, 1 winner. I'm your host, Morgan Burns. Let's get started. I have three great contestants here today. Our first contestant is a filmmaker from Pasadena, California. Josh, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So do you have a, a fun fact for us? You and I have known each other since we were four years old. I believe that's like the longest relationship I've had with someone who is not blood related to me. And I don't think we're blood related, but I'm still <laughs> waiting for my, res my results from my Ancestry.com spit tests. So maybe we'll find out. <laughs> maybe. Next contestant is a reporter on the Cannabis Beat. Sam, coming to us from Brooklyn. How are Hello. you doing? I'm doing well. And I've only known you for like 20-ish years. So I'm already losing. I'm already a step behind in this game. Uh, that wasn't the fun fact I had ready. Yeah. <laughs> right, what's your fun fact? Well, my, my fun fact is really more of a message. Uh, so the, the, the Democrats have uh, a person named Francisco Rosales um, registered with my phone number. So I get calls all the time, you know, political calls, but they're not for me. They're for Francisco. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Francisco if he's out there. This is just some of the greatest trolling anyone's ever done to me personally. Um, <laughs> I really respect the game, man. And uh, I hope you come out to vote in November uh, in California, which is, you know, a swing state. <laughs> and our third contestant is Liz, a youth researcher out in Chicago. Liz, how are you doing? I'm great. Glad to be here. I am one of 15 kids. That's my fun fact. <laughs> nice. I can barely remember my brother's names and I have two of them. So that uh, sounds like a challenge. What's the age gap between the eldest and the youngest of the children? So the oldest is 31. The youngest is eight. Wow. Yeah. Yes. All same parents? Yes. Same mom, same dad, no adoptions, no, no multiple births. It was very loud growing up. Welcome to Mind Your Own Quizness. This is our first episode. And in honor of episode number one, the category for your first question is one. Question one in the category one. After playing number one on Star Trek The Next Generation, Jonathan Frakes hosted what TV show from 1998 to 2002? Each episode featured five seemingly incredible stories and revealed at the end which ones were true. If you think that the question stumped everybody, then your answer can be stumper. And then if everybody gets it wrong, you get a point. But if anybody gets it right, you lose a point. Liz and Josh, if you want to find me on um, Instagram, we could like collude in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Far away from the oversight of Morgan. That's yeah, I might idea. need some colluding. Yeah, I think we should, yeah, we should probably all cheat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word, yeah, cheat. Question two, the category for question two is on this day. This day, of course, being today, September 28th, when we are recording this at midnight to get it out early in the morning for everybody. On September 28th, 9.35, what good Bohemian Duke was assassinated? He was posthumously declared to be a king and later canonized. His feast day is September 28th, and he is also celebrated on St. Stephen's Day, December 26th. I'm happy to repeat that if anybody wants to hear it again. Yeah, say it again. <laughs> On September 28, 935, what good Bohemian Duke was assassinated? 
He was posthumously declared to be a king and later canonized. His feast day is September 28th, and he is also celebrated on St. Stephen's Day, December 26th. Question three. In Algonquin mythology, what flying creature controls the upper world and uses a particular weather effect to attack the underworld creatures? Its name was the inspiration for a Ford luxury coupe introduced in 1954. When you edit this, are you going to like play music while we're all thinking and making these <laughs> agonized faces? On the I'm end? just going to fast forward through that. <laughs> Question four. Believing them to be giants, Don Quixote tilted against what structures? Would you repeat that, Morgan? Sure. Believing them to be giants, Don Quixote tilted against what structures? I haven't tilted against anything recently. <laughs> Have Not... I ever tilted in my life? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what was the last thing you tilted against? I mean, yeah, it's not in these dark times, we don't get to tilt as much as we <laughs> The only tilting I do is like leaning off of the couch to grab a drink. <laughs> Question five. Carol Spinney acted on what TV show for 50 years? The show began on public television in 1969 and continued on premium cable in 2016. Spinney's final performance aired in 2019, the year that he died. Let's go over our answers for the first quarter, questions one through five. So question one. After playing number one on Star Trek The Next Generation, Jonathan Frakes hosted what TV show from 1998 to 2002? Each episode featured five seemingly incredible stories and revealed at the end which ones were true. Sam, let's start with you. I have uh, Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction. Okay, Liz? True Tales. And Josh? I wrote Beyond Belief. And then I wrote Factor Fiction, and I feel like those are two different shows. So I'm going to go with Beyond Belief. The correct answer is Beyond Belief, Factor Fiction. But I'll accept Beyond Belief or just Factor Fiction. Wait, what, so what's the actual title of the show? Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction. Like Beyond Belief, colon, Factor Fiction. Yes. Got this it. This title reeks of compromise. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The writers just, all right, we'll make it a colon title. <laughs> Question two. On this day, September 28th, 935, what good Bohemian Duke was assassinated? He was posthumously declared to be a king and later canonized. His feast day is September 28th, and he is also celebrated on St. Stephen's Day, December 26th. Uh, Josh, let's start with you. I wrote Stumper. <laughs> okay, Liz. I wrote Duke Stephen. <laughs> Sam. This is probably wrong, but I wrote Franz Ferdinand. Okay, so Josh got it right. That was a stumper. Yeah. <laughs> the answer was Wenceslaus. Who? <laughs> what? Good King Wenceslaus. Oh my gosh, like the song? Like oh, the like song. The Christmas song. Good King Wenceslaus looked down on the Feast of Stephen. I learned something today. I learned he how to, not, to pronounce Wenceslaus. <laughs> he was not actually a king in his lifetime. Question three. In Algonquin mythology, what flying creature controls the upper world and uses a particular weather effect to attack the underworld creatures? Its name was the inspiration for a Ford luxury coupe introduced in 1954. Uh, Liz, let's start with you. I said Pegasus. Okay, Sam? 
I said Raven, which I know is wrong. Josh. I wrote Fairlane. Okay, the correct answer was Thunderbird. Oh. Thunderbird. Question four. Believing them to be giants, Don Quixote tilted against what structures? Sam. Uh, I wrote windmills. I did a little drawing as well. Oh, cute. Nice. Liz? Uh, I said mountains. And Josh? I also wrote windmills. And windmills is correct. Hi, listeners. This is Morgan with a word from our sponsor. This question was brought to you by Flower, F-L-O-U-R. Flower is an incredible product developed by the combined efforts of Paleolithic Europeans who ground wild grains between stones, Neolithic Levantines who cultivated wild grains into wheat, and medieval Persians who streamlined the grinding process with windmills. I always keep flour in my kitchen just in case I want to make cookies, pancakes, or any of the thousands of other delicious foods that are made from flour. You can find flour in the baking aisle at your local grocery store. If you buy flour online, use the coupon code MYOQ at checkout. It probably won't help you get a discount, but it can't hurt to try. Anyway, back to the show. Question five. Carol Spinney acted on what TV show for 50 years? The show began on public television in 1969 and continued on premium cable in 2016. Spinney's final performance aired in 2019, the year that he died. Liz. Uh, I wrote Days of Our Lives. Okay, Josh. Uh, as I recall, Carol Spinney was Big Bird on Sesame Street. Aww. Sam. I also wrote Sesame Street. That's correct. He was Big Bird. He was also Oscar the Grouch. What? <laughs> well, that guy had such range. Yeah. <laughs> such height. <laughs> you know, I wondered why you never saw them talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they just didn't get along. Yeah. So the score at the end of the first round, uh, Josh has four points. Liz doesn't have any points yet. And Sam has three points. Before we move on to question six, I want to announce that the email address for the show is myoquizness at gmail.com. So if you want to be a contestant, point out an error, or just say hi, send me an email. myoquizness at gmail.com. Question six. The phrase between a rock and a hard place is an allusion to what epic in which the hero had to navigate between two fearsome hazards in the Strait of Messina? Question seven. The following are lyrics from what 2003 hit song? I don't need the artist, I just need the title. Tennis shoes, don't even need to buy a new dress. If you ain't there, ain't nobody else to impress. It's the way that you know what I thought I knew. It's the beat that my heart skips when I'm with you. But I still don't understand just how your love can do what no one else can. Question eight. Daniel Stern's two most famous roles are Marv in Home Alone and the voice of Kevin in what live action TV show that ran from 1988 to 1993? You said his most popular? <laughs> uh, his two most famous roles. Oh, okay. I mean, you neglected the pitching coach in Rookie of the Year, but that's okay. <laughs> what was the, the years it was on the air? Uh, 1988 to 1993. Question nine, what technology developed in 1997 
is named after a 10th century Danish king known for uniting kingdoms and probably having poor dental hygiene. The technology has a logo that is derived from the king's initials, HB, written in Viking runes. Can you repeat the question? Sure. What technology developed in 1997 is named after a 10th century Danish king known for uniting kingdoms and probably having poor dental hygiene? The technology has a logo that is derived from the king's initials, HB, written in Viking runes. Question 10. Valerie Solanus, author of the Scum Manifesto, attempted to murder what Pennsylvania-born artist in 1968? She was played by Lily Taylor in a 1996 film about the attempt. Do you read that again? Sure. Valerie Solanus, author of the Scum Manifesto, attempted to murder what Pennsylvania-born artist in 1968? She was played by Lily Taylor in a 1996 film about the attempt. Let's go over the answers. Uh, question six. The phrase between a rock and a hard place is an allusion to, the, to what epic in which the hero had to navigate between two fearsome hazards in the Strait of Messina? Uh, Liz? Uh, the Iliad. Sam? I wrote the Odyssey. Josh? I also wrote the Odyssey. It's the Odyssey. <laughs> I had them both written down. <laughs> I was like, it's a 50-50. I mostly remember that because I had a an Odyssey, a Wishbone Odyssey oh. video game growing oh. up. Yeah, I remember that episode. I didn't know there was a video game. Uh, it's like a you know the most basic definition of video game where you just click on things. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Had a few of those. Aren't we all just clicking on things? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Question seven. These are lyrics from what 2003 hit song? Tennis shoes don't even need to buy a new dress. If you ain't there, ain't nobody else to impress. It's the way that you know what I thought I knew. It's the beat that my heart skips when I'm with you. But I still don't understand just how your love can do what no one else can. Sam? Uh, I wrote Crazy in Love. Liz? Stumper. Josh? I wrote Taylor Swift question <laughs> mark. <laughs> the answer is Crazy in Love. Is that like the bridge? Uh, no, that's just the second verse. Sam looked oh. very surprised that he got that right. Yeah. I'm really surprised because I actually wrote Stumper and then crossed it out. <laughs> yeah. Question eight. Daniel Stern's two most famous roles are Marv in Home Alone and the voice of Kevin in what live action TV show that ran from 1988 to 1993? Josh? I wrote The Wonder Years. Liz? Uh, Beefus and Butthead? Sam? I wrote Stumper. It is the Wonder Years. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, he... I don't think that's his, I don't think that's his most well-known, those are his most well-known roles, so. Are they not? What else, what else is he famous for? He's in, he was in the, wasn't he in the City Slickers movies with yeah, Billy Crystal? Yeah. Okay. He also directed Rookie of the Year. Oh, wow. Wow. He's yeah, my friend's um, uncle. That, that, oh, cool. <laughs> I guess I mostly know him from uh, playing the voice of Kevin. Fair enough. <laughs> Question nine. What technology developed in 1997 is named after a 10th century Danish king known for uniting kingdoms and probably having poor dental hygiene? 
The technology has a logo that is derived from the king's initials, HB, written in Viking runes. Liz? I said Xerox. Okay, Josh? I wrote Stumper. Sam? I wrote Bluetooth. Bluetooth is correct. Whoa. Wait, what? <laughs> the logo for Bluetooth is a combination of the Viking runes H and B. What? H looks like a. You drew it? Sam drew it? It's like kind of an X, and the B looks like kind of like a B. That's wild. Yeah, he united a lot of kingdoms, and so the people That's who developed Bluetooth the technology <laughs> wanted to name it after uh, somebody who brought things together. Huh. What's up? What was up with his teeth? They didn't have toothpaste in the 10th century, so his mm. teeth turned blue. Damn. Cool. Question 10. Valerie Solanus, author of The Scum Manifesto, attempted to murder what Pennsylvania-born artist in 1968? She was played by Lily Taylor in a 1996 film about the attempt. Josh? It was Andy Warhol. Sam? Andy Warhol. Liz? Head Ansel Adams. The answer was Andy Warhol. I hope Ansel Adams is okay. We want to kill Assassinated? <laughs> I can kind of, yeah, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess you would want to kill Andy Warhol and not Ansel Adams. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> can can right. I get another beer before the next quarter? Sure. Yeah, let's take a beer break. Beer break. Oh, I'm going to do that too. Pour myself some more whiskey. The score? The score is... Liz negative one. You can't go into negatives, so please. Oh, man, because I could just do Stumper for the rest of them and have the lowest score ever. So Liz is not on the board yet, and Josh and Sam are tied with six points each. Is everyone ready for question 11? Bring it on. Yeah. Theobromine is a caffeine-like chemical found in what bean that grows only within 20 degrees latitude of the equator? Question 12. What was the famous stage name of bassist John Ritchie, who began a tumultuous relationship with Nancy Spungen in 1977? Question 13. What six-letter word for a chaotic place is derived from a shortened version of the name of a London hospital? The hospital was founded in 1247 and was named after a town a few miles south of Jerusalem. I can repeat that if anybody wants. I'll hear it again, actually, even though I wrote something down. <laughs> okay. What six-letter word for a chaotic place is derived from a shortened version of the name of a London hospital? The hospital was founded in 1247 and was named after a town a few miles south of Jerusalem. Question 14. The song Almost Like Being in Love is from what 1947 Lerner and Lowe musical about a Scottish village that appears for one day every 100 years? One more time, Morgan. The song Almost Like Being in Love is from what 1947 Lerner and Lowe musical about a Scottish village that appears for one day every 100 years? Question 15. A few months after his cousin died in 1603, what Scottish king, who was the sixth of his name, became the first English king of his name? Can you say it again? Oh, sure. A few months after his cousin died in 1603, what Scottish king, who was the sixth of his name, became the first English king of his name? Let's go over the answers to questions 11 through 15. So question 11. 
Theobromine is a caffeine-like chemical found in what bean that grows only within 20 degrees latitude of the equator? Liz? Cocao. Sam? I wrote cacao, but it's chocolate. Mm. Josh? I wrote cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> I will accept all of those. Yay. Is it, I was like cocoa or cacao. I know it's chocolate, but like what's it? I think cacao might be more accurate, but the cocoa bean is perfectly acceptable. In high school, I wrote a world history paper about the history of chocolate, and I stapled a chocolate bar to the front, and I got a very good... Bribing the teacher, always a good move. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Clive Barker wrote an entire, like, play about the horror novelist most known for Hellraiser about uh, the cocoa bean. Really? Hmm. I don't read that. this tiny theater in, um, like, Melrose back in middle school. Ah. Alan Tudyuk pre pre Oh, oh wow. It was very weird. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize he, so he came from stage acting? I'm pretty sure it was him. Like, this was the same theater company that also had Ahmed Best, uh, who is probably best known for playing Jar Jar Binks. Oh. <laughs> in a musical about John F. Kennedy there. Wow. I mean, he's a really talented guy. It it's really sucks that George Lucas had to kneecap him. The Jar Jar guy? Yeah, the Jar Jar guy. Question 12. What was the famous stage name of bassist John Ritchie, who began a tumultuous relationship with Nancy Spungen in 1977? Sam? I wrote Sid Vicious. Liz? I wrote Jimi Hendrix. Josh? I also wrote Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious is correct. Question 13. What six-letter word for a chaotic place is derived from a shortened version of the name of a London hospital? The hospital was founded in 1247 and was named after a town a few miles south of Jerusalem. Liz? I don't have anything. (laughs) Josh? I wrote Bedlam. Sam? I also wrote Bedlam. Bedlam is correct. What's go. the tat? Wait, so I want to hear the story though. <laughs> so, so it's a hospital. There's a hospital called Bethlehem Hospital, named after Bethlehem oh, in Israel okay. or Palestine, oh. and it got shortened to Bedlam. Huh. I think because probably that's how most people, people talk. <laughs> yeah, I think most people weren't really literate in 1247, so yeah. they didn't they didn't know how it was spelled, and they just heard people say Bethlehem and. And so this hospital was like a nightmare? (laughs) It was from the psych ward. And I imagine if you go back even a few decades, most psych wards were probably bedlam. Yeah. I would just hate for like my business to be so terrible that people start using it as a word for something that is bad or chaotic or like disorganized. (laughs) Maybe like fire festival could be that like. Oh yeah. That probably, that'll probably start soon. Yeah. Like, Oh, that, that party was such a fire fest, like no one knew like what to bring or <laughs> how to leave. <laughs> I can see that catching on pretty quickly. Yeah. Question 14. The song Almost Like Being in Love is from what 1947 Lerner and Lowe musical about a Scottish village that appears for one day every 100 years? Liz? I wrote Stumper. Josh? I also wrote Stumper. Sam. I also wrote Stumper. <laughs> you all get the point. Yay! Well, what is it, though? 
<laughs> I was Brigadoon. Brigadoon? Uh, That's what it's about? Yes. Wow. Question 15. A few months after his cousin died in 1603, what Scottish king, who was the sixth of his name, became the first English king of his name? Sam? This was the sixth of Scotland who became James the first of England. Liz? I said Richard. Josh? I weirdly, I wrote Edward and I crossed it out and I wrote Charles and I crossed it out and then I wrote Richard. <laughs> uh, the answer is James. Oof. So he was James the sixth of Scotland and then he became James the first of England. Yes. Got it. That's a promotion. <laughs> Question 16. What college town in Michigan was founded in 1824 by John Allen and Alicia Walker Rumsey. They named the town after the given name that their wives shared and the abundance of burr oak trees in the area. Would you read it one more time, Morgan? Sure. What college town in Michigan was founded in 1824 by John Allen and Alicia Walker Rumsey? They named the town after the given name that their wives shared and the abundance of burr oak trees in the area. Question 17. What roughly 80-proof spirit, usually made from sorghum, sold over 10 billion liters worldwide in 2018? That's more than whiskey, vodka, gin, rum, or tequila. Can you read that again? Sure. What roughly 80-proof spirit, usually made from sorghum, sold over 10 billion liters worldwide in 2018? That's more than whiskey, vodka, gin, rum, or tequila. And then a bonus, I can't call this a fact because I was not able to fact check this, but I've heard that it actually sold more than whiskey, vodka, gin, rum, and tequila combined. What? That might be the case, but it definitely sold more than any of them individually. Question 18. A large collection of marble statues that were removed from the Parthenon between 1801 and 1812 are currently located in a museum in what city? Question 19. Revelation 1419 inspired numerous paintings of Jesus making alcohol, as well as a line in a Julia Ward Howe song and the title of what 1939 American novel? Question 20, the final question. What feature of suburban planning takes its name from a French phrase meaning bottom of the bag. Say that again. What feature of suburban planning takes its name from a French phrase meaning bottom of the bag? All right, so that's all the questions. Let's go over the last five answers. Question 16. What college town in Michigan was founded in 1824 by John Allen and Alicia Walker Rumsey? They named the town after the given name that their wives shared and the abundance of burr oak trees in the area. Liz? That would be Ann Arbor. Josh? Ann Arbor. Sam? Ann Arbor. That is correct. Ann Arbor. Well done, everyone. Question 17. What roughly 80-proof spirit, usually made from sorghum, sold over 10 billion liters worldwide in 2018? That's more than whiskey, vodka, gin, rum, or tequila. Sam? I wrote Jaeger. <laughs> Liz? I wrote Stumper. Josh? 
I tapped into my Chinese roots and I wrote Mo Tai. So I say that again. I wrote Mo Tai. Mo Tai. Okay. No, the uh, Liz has it. The correct answer is Baiju. What's that? Ooh. It's made from sorghum, which is a grain. It's the most popular alcohol in the world. Motai is like the most like popular brand of baiju. Oh, okay. I've tasted it's like some kerosene. Baiju. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I I, t- I I believe that the expensive baiju was probably nice. I tasted some terrible baiju that yeah. did taste a lot like what I imagine kerosene would be. Yeah. Question 18. A large collection of marble statues that were removed from the Parthenon between 1801 and 1812 are currently located in a museum in what city? Josh? I wrote Paris. Liz? I also wrote Paris. <laughs> Sam? Just like that. I wrote Stumper. Sam gets it. It's a Stumper. Yeah. It was London. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote London and I crossed it out and I wrote Paris? <laughs> Those are in the British Museum. They're the Elgin Marbles. The UK is, of course, famous for stealing things from all over the world. Yeah, Uh, it sounds like Greece lost their marbles. (laughs) 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 Greece has, of course, asked for the marbles to be returned. Um, Greece Greece wants their marbles back. (laughs) UK, I think they've... uh, I don't know, they've lost so many colonies. They're like, let us just hold on to the treasures we stole. Uh, Question 19. Revelation 1419 inspired numerous paintings of Jesus making alcohol, as well as a line in a Julia Ward Howe song and the title of what 1939 American novel? Sam? I wrote Stumper. Liz? I said water into wine. Josh? I don't know why, but I wrote Absalom, Absalom. Sam gets it. The answer was the grapes of wrath. Ooh. Oh, snap. <laughs> so Jesus made wine, like turning water into wine. I think these are two different Bible verses. Okay. Okay. I think in one, he turns water into wine, and in another, he stomps out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored or something like that. Mm. Also, I, isn't Absalom, Absalom, uh, like a reference... Like the full quote is Absalom, Absalom. I'm paraphrasing here. Like, why did you take my son away from me or something like that? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I just, it just sounded, I was thinking like 30s writer. No, Absalom, Absalom definitely is a Bible quote. I just don't, yeah. I don't. It's a Bible quote and it's, yeah, the book came out probably w- within a couple of years of 1939. It's a good guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, and the Julia Ward Howe song was the battle hymn of the Republic. Final question, question 20. What feature of suburban planning takes its name from a French phrase meaning bottom of the bag? Liz? Cul-de-sac. Josh? Cul-de-sac. Sam? That's correct. What, so what, what makes it the bottom of the bag? <laughs> the cul-de-sac. Uh, I think it's just shaped like a, a bag. Okay. okay. It's, not like, it's not like people don't want to live in a cul-de-sac. I don't think it's a, a value judgment. I think it's okay. just a physical description of the shape. Got it. All right. So the final scores are Liz with six points, Josh has 12 points, and Sam has 15 points. Dang. Congratulations, Sam. <laughs> what do I win? 
you win the title of being the first ever winner on Mind Your Own Quizness. Wow. <laughs> Congrats. And nobody can ever take that away from you. Mind Your Own Quizness is produced by me, Morgan Burns. Our theme music is Nothing Changes by Ian Clark, distributed by clipdad.com.